We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, dear one. I am feeling so incredibly blessed and grateful on this day to be connecting with you. Um, I'm feeling a warmth in my heart and just feeling incredibly, incredibly grateful for this opportunity to be able to connect through technology and empower radio. So very, very happy. So here's a question for you. Are you manifesting what you want in your life? Do you have the love, the prosperity, and the vibrant health you desire? For me years ago, this was a big, fat no in every area. And I couldn't figure out why life was so hard for me. I knew on some level that I wasn't stupid and I was really willing to work hard, but I felt so stuck. I felt so miserable. My fiance had left me. My health was in shambles and I was broke to boot. I moved to a rather rotten part of town and I had this girl move in with me to help me with my bills. But then she ended up stealing from me and left me in even a worse position financially and emotionally. And I just couldn't figure out which way was up. I had no idea what to do to fix things or how to make things better. I was absolutely at the end of my rope, hurting, broke, and broken. Fortunately, I ended up being told about a class. And it inwardly resonated for me. It was about spiritual psychology. And that sparked something inside of me. It didn't consciously or logically make sense, but on a subconscious level, and my heart said, you need to check this out. And I went into this classroom and it was quite expensive. There really was uh, an investment, but my heart was saying yes in such a loud way that I couldn't listen to the fear in my mind. And I went ahead and signed up for it. Three or four days later, I ended up being gifted a significant amount of money, and I couldn't believe it. It felt like the universe really, really wanted me to go to school, and it made me twitch, and it made me uncomfortable, but also felt like something really important was happening. So I did step into this classroom with these wise and wonderful teachers, and they helped me unravel the mess that was my life. So one day as I was telling my sad story, a teacher asked me a question. She said, is there anything you're grateful for? Anything that's really good? I said, well, I'm here. She goes, what about other than that? What about the stuff with your fiance or your ex-roommate or any of these things? And I said, no, why would I be grateful for this stuff? It's been terrible. It's been horrible. It's been awful. She goes, you're not very gracious. I said, no, why would I be? Why would I be grateful or gracious about these things? And she said something that really confused me. She goes, maybe that's why you're in the position that you're in right now. That didn't make sense. Why would I be grateful for being lied to, cheated on, betrayed? Why would I be grateful for being sick or unhealthy or broke? Why would I be grateful for these things? And she said to me, Tammy, it seems to me you give, but you can't receive. So you manifest people who take, but do not give. 
Well, that was a revelation. Sort of like I, it was like a yin and yang, but maybe one part of it was too big and the other part was too small. But maybe, maybe it was my shape that was attracting these other shapes. Maybe it was my energy, my vibration that was attracting other people that were somehow an imbalanced fit. So if I could give but not receive, I'm going to manifest people who take and do not give. That felt like an incredible revelation. That felt like a huge and profound aha. So then I had to really sit with and consider, can I receive? And I have to admit, it was pretty uncomfortable. And I imagined being like a princess, like in a guided meditation. I was a princess and I had friends coming to give me like baskets of fruit and gifts. And I was like, oh no, no, but I couldn't. And this is really how I was in my life. Imagine, you know, I would go to a lunch with a friend and they would try to pick up the check and I would fight to pick up the check, even though I was really financially not well off. I couldn't receive graciously a cup of coffee from a friend that I knew liked me. I could not receive a compliment without arguing with the person trying to share this gift with me. At one point, my ex-fiance had given me these eight carat diamond earrings. And my response was, why are you wasting your money on me? I was far from a gracious receiver. And it seemed my life was now a snapshot of my inability to open my heart and receive. And I really sat and thought with this, why, why can I not receive? What does this bring up for me? And as I checked in with my body, I would just feel um, like I was shaking. My stomach would be tight and hurting. It was very constricted. My heart was closed. It's hard to receive if your heart's not open. And as I went deeper, it made me feel vulnerable to receive. It made me feel out of control. I want to be the one that's giving and taking care of. I don't want to be the one that's receiving and being taken care of. But just like breathing, we need to both exhale and inhale. We can't just exhale constantly and live a balanced, healthy life. It just doesn't work that way. The other thing that came up for me was that on some level, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be a problem. I want to be independent. I want to be self-sufficient. I want to be in control. But from that posture, we're really living in a very limited way. If we can't receive the kindness of humans, there's no way we're going to be able to receive profound and immense gifts that the universe has for us. And that was the very, very clear message I received when I was meditating. God, how do I manifest prosperity? How do I find my purpose? How do I open to great abundance? And what I heard so clearly was you can't accept lunch or coffee or a compliment. You can't expect small things from humans. How do you expect to receive and manifest the enormous and significant massive things from me? Well, that was a very good point. And so what I understood was, what came clearly into focus was that I was going to have to start receiving more graciously. 
I was going to have to start saying thank you. And it was hard and it was uncomfortable. But I got, if I didn't say thank you, nothing was going to change. So right away, I got to start to practice my thank you mantra, which was, why, thank you. That's so very kind and generous of you. And I would have to plug this in and um, repeat it because as soon as somebody said something kind or offered to do something nice or pick up uh, the tab for coffee, my knee-jerk response was to say, no, I've got this or no, thank you. So it was clear that I had to start saying, why, thank you. That's so very kind and generous of you. And it did. It made me twitch. It made me sweat. It made me uncomfortable. It was a new habit and practice that I was trying to um, explore and experiment with and cultivate. But as I did, it became easier. But again, it was challenging. You know, I, I, I got clearly, I was going to have to say thank you to every kindness that came my direction. And that meant, and this was a hard one, when I was at the grocery store and they offered to carry my groceries out, I was to say, why, thank you. That's so kind and generous of you. And I would have to allow that. And that was my commitment to myself to receive the small gestures and kindnesses offers from people so that I could start to expand my heart and my inner container to be able to receive more. So to live our life in this posture of receptivity and openness, open heart and open mind, it can be challenging, especially if it's new. But if you practice just like anything, it becomes easier. It becomes more natural. It becomes better. What I've come to realize is that we all have an inner container for how much goodness we can hold for. My container was very, very small as a younger woman. And I think sometimes this dates back to things that perhaps happened in our childhood. We um, struggled financially and my intention was to not be a burden, to play very small in order to not bring grief to others. There was some part of me that was maybe even feeling sorry or apologetic that I had even been born because I felt my parents suffered. This was a very, very deep ingrained belief that I ended up extracting through this process. So there was a lot of self-forgiveness that had to happen and a lot of um, acknowledging that I am supposed to exist just as you are supposed to exist. If we weren't supposed to, if we weren't a gift to the planet, we wouldn't be here, but we are. So that means we are a gift and we are worthy and we are valuable and we do deserve the riches and abundance and prosperity of the universe. And sometimes I think humans are simply practice. We have to be able to receive from humans in order to be able to receive from the divine. So what I've learned is we need to give generously and receive graciously. Give generously and receive graciously. And maybe even possibly be grateful for the challenges, for the things that are hard, for the things that maybe don't feel good. My teacher was like, you're not very grateful or gracious for these learning opportunities. That was true. But now in retrospect, as I've cultivated my gracious receiving muscle, I look back with such profound gratitude to my ex-fiance, to my friends. They were really just a snapshot of my inner reality and what I thought I deserved, which wasn't very much. Again, it wasn't their fault. 
it was my vibration that was attracting that vibration. It was all information. It was an all, all an opportunity to learn about who I was and shift my thinking when I was ready. Thank goodness for all of it. And I was finally willing to open my heart and mind to a different way of being, a more loving way of being rather than a fear-based way of being. So yeah, sometimes life in life challenges happen and it seems like we barely fix one thing when something else pops up. We face challenges and conflicts and disappointments. We feel overwhelmed and sometimes we feel betrayed and we can't see the lessons in these experiences. But when we start to learn to say thank you for the problems and challenges, thank you for the way things are, Thank you. I don't like this experience, but I know I'm trying to learn something. And thank you. We learn the lesson more quickly. We move out of the discomfort more quickly. Sometimes we have to fake gratitude until we make it, until it becomes a habit. I love this quote from Melody Beattie. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance chaos into order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. So learning to be grateful for the pain and challenges and discomfort also supports us in learning to be more grateful for the small goodness, the small kindnesses, the small blessings and that as we can expand in our ability to receive these small things from this posture of gracious receptivity, those things can grow and expand exponentially. I've been practicing gratitude for a long time, and my life of poverty and fear and loneliness has transformed into this miraculous life of grace and generosity, good friends. And, and profound prosperity. Sometimes I'm just in awe of how things have shifted. But it's these simple tools that I like to share on this show that have supported me from going to, from um, poverty and fear to prosperity and great love. And it's like a muscle. We have to work these tools uh, consistently and diligently. It's like being a disciple, which the root word is discipline. Small activities like gratitude, setting intentions, meditating and listening to the wisdom within, listening to our hurts, physical and mental and emotional, understanding what our soul wants us to learn. You know, we're not here just to accumulate and acquire. We're here to expand and learn on a soul level. But I think as we do, as we learn what our soul wants us to learn and we line up with our higher self and source, life can become incredibly magical and I think every single one of us deserves this we're all incredibly valuable from the perspective valuable from the perspective of the divine but can we relax can we know this can we receive this do you know that you're a blessing do you know that you're the apple of God's eye and a joy do you know your royalty can you open your mind to that can you open your heart heart to that can you feel it what does it feel like to live in this position of knowing you're exquisite, that you're valuable, 
that you're magnificent, that you're important, that you're amazing. And if you twitch as you consider that, sit with it a little longer and open your heart to be able to receive those truths. And it brings, if it brings up tears, allow them to flow. If it brings up anger, dialogue with that. One of the things I do to express painful emotion is I paint it out or draw it out or I create things to get the energy up and out of my body. Maybe not things I want to hang on my wall. <laughs> Sometimes I throw them away or I um, destroy them in, in kind of a ritualistic ceremony. And then I invite more light. I invite more grace. I invite more love. You know, last year, I felt so indulgent. I was celebrated several times for my birthday. We had a birthday party and a lot of people came and there were a lot of gifts. And then I had another friend um, host a lunch for me. And then there was one more party. And I really got clear that I was expanding out of my container. I felt a little embarrassed. I felt a little indulgent. And um, Gay Hendricks calls this the upper limits problem. We all have an inner thermostat or an upper limits that determines how much love, success, and creativity we allow ourselves to enjoy. The thermostat setting usually gets programmed in early childhood. And once programmed, our upper limit thermostat setting holds us back from enjoying all the love, financial abundance, and creativity that's rightfully ours. So I knew I was at my upper limits. Our essential move needs to be to expand in our ability to be able to receive love and give love. So I was really um, pushed up against my upper limit and expanding out of my inner container last year. And so this year, I thought, I'm going to lay a little low with my birthday. That was embarrassing. So I'm just going to relax and just be quiet and receive in a, a more gentle, quiet way this year. And so some friends did host a lunch for me, and that was lovely. And I thought, oh, that was nice. And then my husband and I were going to go horseback riding together over the weekend, which is my favorite thing to do. So I was very gracious and grateful for my quiet birthday. So one night he said, uh, I have a business meeting. I'd like you to go with me, um, and then we can go get some dinner afterwards. And so I agreed to. And so um, went to this restaurant, and we were going into this back room. And I was like, well, this is a weird place to do a business meeting, but okay. And I walked in, and there were 40 of my friends yelling surprise at me. And I was freaked out. <laughs> My plan to be smaller this year didn't really work out. In fact, this was, it was, it was, it was such a significant celebration. I've never experienced anything like this. And I really had to remind myself of this tool that I teach. And I had to go back to my mantra. I thank you. This is so very kind and generous of you. And I did. I felt twitchy. I felt a little embarrassed, but I just had to keep breathing and receiving, breathing and receiving graciously receiving because if you don't you're not present you're not present to receive the gifts and the blessings and the love that people are trying to share with you so me having to expand my inner container supported me in being very present and grateful for this incredible gesture of kindness and sweetness and love and I couldn't believe all the people that showed up to celebrate me especially after being celebrated last year I did indeed feel like a princess and I did say a lot, oh, my gosh, this is so very kind and generous of you. Oh, my God, this is so very kind and generous of you. And uh, 
my favorite color is purple and I love unicorns. So the whole theme was purple and unicorns. And I got so many sparkly gifts and treasures and it made me dizzy. I kept having to ground myself, which is another really important practice when you start to maybe breathe the shortness of breath, making, making you dizzy to just set the intention to ground yourself, slow your breathing down. Maybe put your boundaries on, align with your higher self. And that way you're more available to connect from your heart with others, which is the greatest gift of all. To be able to give and receive love is the greatest gift of all. But we have to be able to receive it. We have to know we're worthy of it. Even if you're stretching out of your comfort zone. So today I'm spending lots of time putting together many, many thank you notes graciously receiving and acknowledging the gifts and the generosity, the time and the energy of these lovely, lovely souls that wanted to celebrate me. Some of them tell me that I do so much. I don't feel like I do anything. I'm simply living a life of love at this point. And again, giving is easy. It's fun. It doesn't feel like it's any burden at all. So I was grateful for the opportunity to continue to expand my inner container. The question becomes, then how good can you stand it to get gosh my life has changed so much so much since those early days where I was suffering and struggling in all ways and I'm so grateful even for the discomfort even for the frustration even for the pain because it's all been tools grist for the mill to help me get to this higher ground and I have to say I believe I'm the luckiest girl in the world in the past, my prayer would be, God, why me? Why me? Why me? Why is my life so horrible, awful, terrible, rotten? Why is my life worse than everyone else's? And it was because I was looking backwards with regret. It was because I was blaming others and shaming myself. Today, my prayer has become, God, why me? Why me? Why me? Why is my life so wonderful, extraordinary, incredible, miraculous, and amazing? And again, it's because I've put into practice and been disciplined with gratitude, gracious receptivity, learning from my pain and challenges and obstacles, wanting to know what my soul wants me to know, making my connection with my soul self and source an absolute priority at the beginning of every single day, setting my intentions, listening to the wisdom within. So the practices are very simple. They're very accessible, but it's not always easy to implement them in a consistent way. And so that would be my suggestion to you, just to simply in the morning, count your blessings. What are you grateful for? What are your intentions? And to go through your day with the intention to receive graciously in that place of gracious receptivity, expanding your inner container, count your blessings and receive the blessings that show up in your life in grace, with graciousness, and in gratitude. We manifest what we can hold for. So as you expand this inner container and as you raise the ceiling and you turn up your thermostat, more and more goodness will show up in your life. And you are worthy. You are precious. You are divine. And as you start to become the living example, your light shines and you will inspire others, not because of what you do, but because of who you are, which is, I think, your destiny to become 
that bright light in the world. You are here to celebrate yourself, to bring in the light. God is the light, but we are the lamps. And as we turn up our wattage and make that relationship a priority, our lives can become heaven on earth, become miraculous and amazing, supportive and sweet. And if you start to get overwhelmed, take that time to rest, relax, breathe, and expand. Continue to expand with grace and ease. We rarely go from having an inner container of a thimble to the ocean. We have to stretch. We have to be patient with ourselves. We have to relax and hopefully enjoy the journey. So hopefully you're enjoying your journey and celebrating the unique aspect of the divine that you are. Because what I know for sure is that you were created with immense love. You were created with stardust and beauty, bounty. You have the light of creation inside of you. It is what's beating your heart and breathing you. I hope you know that. I hope you're celebrating that. I hope you're expanding in that. And I want you to know that you are in my heart, my meditation, and my prayers. I'm so very grateful for your presence in my life. Whether you've ever reached out and communicated with me or not, I sense your presence and I am incredibly grateful for it. And I do invite you to be in touch. I'd love to hear your thoughts, ideas, revelations, personal experiences. That's what this is all about, relationships. So be in touch with me at TammyBPhD.com, spelled with an I. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and I want to be in touch with you. I appreciate you. I adore you. I hope you can receive that and be in touch. God bless you. You're my heart and prayers. Onward and upward. Bye for now. 